for the portion of Pikude, the Rebbe has a, uh, yet again, a technical analysis of Rashi, but that leads to a beautiful insight and lesson about our connection with Moshe Rabbeinu, with the Moses, with Moshe, the original Moses, and the Moses of every generation, the holy people, the Tzadikim, the Rebbe of every generation. The verse says that Moshe saw the work and he blessed them, Vayivarech Moshe. Rashi quotes the, ver- the words, Vayivarech Moshe, and Moshe blessed them, and he interprets, Omar Lohem, he said to them, yadechem, May it be Hashem's will that the Divine Presence rests in the work of your hands, Hashem aleikeinu aleinu, and may the peace of Hashem be upon us, Rashi concludes, this verse, Vihinayam, is one of, is a part of the 11 chapters of, of Tehillim that are Tzvila Lamaisha, that were Moshe's, Moshe's prayer, that were composed by Moshe, composed by Moses. The Rebbe asked multiple questions on the Rashi. What was so hard to understand that he had about the verse itself, about Moshe blessing them, that he had to interpret what it exactly did Moses say? It makes sense. They finished building the, the, the tabernacle. Moshe says, thank you very much. He, say, he gives them a blessing. He says, Yashar Kayach. says, well, you know, well done. Why, why does he need to interpret it all together? And especially that he doesn't interpret as just saying, great, you did a great job. I want to bless you. Rather, he interprets it as a prayer that the divine presence should dwell with in the, in, the, in the work of their hands, which is not seemingly the simple interpretation. Also, why does Rashi say, Omar Lahem, he said to them, that seems to be extra. Let him go straight into what he said. The verse already said, Moshe blessed them. Why does he see, where? from where does Rashi know that there had to be also the second part of the blessing? of Maybe it was just the first one. Where does he see that here in the verse? And why does he add etc.? Uh, what, what, what does Rashi need to say that this is one of the 11 par- parts of Moshe's prayer, of, of uh, Moshe's prayer that are recorded in Psalms, that are recorded in Talim? So the Rebbe explains that, uh, and also, secondly, a similar Rashi is at the beginning of Parsha Shemini, but there Rashi says it in the opposite order. So the Rebbe contrasts the specifics, the details of the Rashi here to the Rashi there. He explains that what was bothering Rashi about this verse, what was bothering Rashi, is that the Torah is telling us here about the end of the work of the Mishkan, of the tabernacle that was made by the Chachmei Lev, by the wise people, the, 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 the sages, the wise people who were able to build the tabernacle. And the question, therefore, Rashi has is, why is Moshe blessing them? Vayivarech Oysa Moshe. Moshe blessed them. Why doesn't Moshe bless everybody? The people had been so generous in their donations to their tabernacle. Moshe loved the Jewish people. Why don't you find the blessing to the Jewish people as a whole, to everybody? Even if you want to say that the fact that it's that 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 that's, uh, that's Rashi is interpreting here that the blessing was specifically to the people, to the to to Aisam, to the people that were involved in the building of the tabernacle, and. He had previously blessed the rest of the people. He had previously blessed everybody else at the time when they first were generous, when they first, uh, when, when they, sorry, that Moshe is including in the blessing all of the people that were generous in their donations. Still, you would have the question, why does he only bless them now? 
The building of the tabernacle is a half a year after the donations were brought, when it's finally being put together, when it's finally completed. Why only now does Moshe bless them? Why didn't he say thank you at the time? Must be that he did say thank you at the time. If that's the case, then when it says over here, it must mean that he's not just saying thank you for building the tabernacle, thank you for being involved, but there's something that's specific to what happens now when the tabernacle is being erected. And that's why Rashi interprets it, that it's not just saying thank you, but even though it says Moshe blessed them, it must mean that he's actually praying that the divine presence should dwell within the within the tabernacle, within the Mishkan. That's something that's relevant only now when they're actually erecting it. Then he asks if that's the case. We know that we've already learned previously in Rashi that... Moshe was the one who actually built that even though they put together the entire tabernacle, nobody was able to lift it until Moshe himself came and prayed to Hashem. And then he was the one who was who, who, who actually lifted the tabernacle into place. If that's the case, why does Rashi say, why does the verse say, Moshe, Moshe blessed them. And the divine presence should rest in the work of your hands. If it was actually Moshe, himself that did it. That's why Rashi continues. Well, we find also a verse, May, the, may, may the, 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 the sweetness of Hashem be upon us, that Moshe includes himself also in the acts, in the, act, in the activity. Therefore, the blessing to them is really including himself in that blessing as well. And that's highlighted by Rashi saying, V'goymer, etc. Because in the continuation of the verse, it says, Moshe specifically references the work of his own hands, but includes it together with the work of all of the people, includes it with a blessing to all of the people. And that's and that's the verse that's that it says in 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 Tehillim, Hashem The Medrash there actually interprets that verse as not Moshe saying, but as the Jewish people's response to Moshe. That's why Rashi highlights, no, this is one of the eleven chapters of Tehillim that are ascribed to Moshe's prayer, meaning this also is something that Moshe himself said. Whereas in Parsha Shmini, he says it in the other order, because over there the emphasis is not on Moshe's including himself with the acts of the Jewish people, but actually on the activity of Moshe and Aaron themselves. According to this, says Rebbe, there's a beautiful message from this rush, from this, from this whole series of events. The Jewish people had fulfilled everything God had instructed to them. They, they had donated everything that needed to be donated. They constructed the, the, the Mishkan, the tabernacle, exactly in the way that it was supposed to be done. Yet, the Divine Presence didn't dwell there until Moshe got involved in uplifting it, and not only that, but in blessing them. At the same time, the Jews, not only, when, when they actually came to Moshe Rabbeinu, not only did Moshe bless them that the Divine Presence should rest amongst them in the acts of their hands, but he actually included himself in the blessing. The acts of our hands. He, he participated and became a partner with them in their activity. Similarly, says the Rebbe, in the work of each and every one of us, we might finish doing everything we needed to do. We do our part in making this world a better place and bringing the Shekhinah, bringing the Divine Presence down into the world through everything we do in our lives. Yet, we can't do it on our own. 
Once we've done everything we could do, we need to bring that work to the Moses of our generation, to the Rebbe, to the Tzaddikim, to the righteous people in our generation, to bless they are the ones who could bring the Divine Presence into our work. We need to do the work, but they're the ones who could actually cause it to be successful, could connect it to our Father in Heaven. And once Moshe actually participates, that still doesn't make the blood, that still the divine presence doesn't dwell until Moshe blesses us. What does that mean? In simple terms, says the Rebbe, every single Jew with all of the qualities, with all of the work that we put in, we have to connect to, the, to a Rebbe, to a Moshe in our generation, because that's the way we're connected to Hashem. Like it says clearly in the Mechilta and the Medrash, the verse, Vayaminu Bashem of Moshe Avdo, and the Jewish people believed in Hashem, and in Moshe servant, says the Medrash, somebody who believes in Moshe, the servant, that's considered as if he believed in Hashem. And even more than that, everything that we do, both physically and spiritually, is dependent upon the, 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 the tzaddikim is dependent upon the righteous people. And again, this is clear in the Gemara. The Gemara says that if somebody has, has a chayla, has a patient, somebody who's sick in their home, he should go to a chacham, to a wise person, and he'll ask for mercy. That means that when somebody is sick, whether physically or spiritually, we're missing in our perfection of our divine service. It's not enough that we ourselves will pray. It's not enough that we ourselves will try to correct it. But rather, we need the prayer of the chacham, of the wise person. And there's two conditions. One is that it has to be a chacham, a wise person. The Mishnah says, Ezeu chacham, who is truly wise? Haraya sanaylad, one who sees the consequences that will co- which will come to be. The Alter Rebbe interprets that as saying, not only do we see the consequences of our behavior, but haraya sanaylad, one who sees the way in which the world was brought into being, the way in which the world is birthed. In other words, who recognizes the divine energy that gives life to everything in creation. So when you bring it to a chacham, you bring it to a wise person, we're talking about a person who sees the divine energy within everything, doesn't just see the material, the physical, and therefore he could recognize, he could properly diagnose the illness, because he's seeing the spiritual energy as it truly is. And secondly, he could actually arouse the mercy to bring about the healing, because since he sees the spiritual energy that's the source of life, he has the ability to change that for the positive, and and bring about about the healing, bring about the 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 the, uh, the medicine, bring about the proper re- resolution. That's one condition, that it has to be a chacham, a wise person. Second condition, the chacham, the wise person, has to be in the city. What does that mean he has to be in the city? He can't be somebody that separates himself from everybody else, the practice of social distancing, but actually a person, a true wise person, is one who involves himself and engages himself with the city by, by, by studying, by learning, by praying, by involved in a way that's going to affect other people, that's involved with the people around them and therefore is able to properly ask for mercy for them. When you have, And these two conditions were highlighted by Moshe Rabbeinu in the relationship between Moshe and the Jewish people. On the one hand, they had to bring everything to be perfected, to be resolved to Moshe, who was the wise man, who was the Jewish shepherd, the shepherd of the Jewish people. But on the other hand, Moshe included himself and said, 
in the acts of our hands, upon us, he included himself with all of the people. Before, though, we come to the Moshe, we first, the Jewish people, have to do everything that Hashem had instructed them. Meaning, before Moshe participates and gives his blessing, we already finished doing all of the work that's incumbent upon us to do. And we've perfected ourselves. That's when Moshe participates. So too, in each of us, in each of our divine service, to be able to receive the participation of Moshe, in every generation of the Moses of every generation and to receive his blessing that we merit only when we do all of the work that we have the ability to do that we have the capacity to do as it says God will bless you in all that you do that you do in other words the healing of the wise person the healing of the Moshe comes only if the patient first had done everything naturally that he's capable of doing in accordance with Torah when, even after that, we're still missing, then we come and we're able, because if, then, then we're able to receive the blessing of Moshe. As the previous Rebbe used to say, he downplayed or negated people being tsaris chassidim. Chassidim will only show up when there's a problem. When, when, when there's something good, they don't show up. When there's work to be done, they find an excuse. But when there's a problem, then they show up to ask for the blessing then we're not a proper vessel for, for the Moshe's blessings. When we do what we're supposed to do as perfectly as we can do it, and then we realize we're coming to Moshe in the proper way, with faith, with trust, then Moshe participates with our work. He includes himself with us, and he helps each and every one of us to achieve the fulfillment of our service for Hashem. And when we have his participation, then through his blessing, it brings about the Ashra that the Divine Presence actually dwells in each and every one of us in what we do and brings each and every one of us to our ultimate perfection.